Well, hello. I am excited to have you back for another episode of the Become a Calm Mama podcast. I'm Darlene and I'm your host. And today we're going to talk all about pausing and resetting your body so that you can show up as the mom you want to be so you can show up more calm and stop yelling at your kids, right? So one of the things I want to tell you about before we get into this episode is that I actually have an entire class called Stop Yelling Masterclass. And it's a free course that I put together for all the moms and dads who want to stop yelling at their kids or stop being reactive or showing up in ways that they don't love. And so it's a free class and it comes with a course and a workbook. And it walks you through a lot of things that I'm going to be teaching you today. So if as you're listening to this episode, you're like, oh my gosh, I need more. I want to know how to do this. I want to get better at becoming calm. Then you're going to want to get this workbook and course. And you can get that by going to my website, which is calmmamacoaching.com. And I spell mama, M-A-M-A. So calmmamacoaching.com, right when you go on the website, you'll see free masterclass click on it, put in your email, and it will immediately come into your email inbox. We'll also put a link to that in the show notes. All right. So let's get into today's topic, which is all about pausing and resetting your body. Now, the reason why you want to do this is so that you can show up as a calm parent. That's what we're really focused on is calm and connect with our kids. So we want to be calm so that we can connect with our kids And this episode is going to help you get back to calm when you find yourself overwhelmed. All right. So there's these moments, right, where you show up as a mom in a way that you don't love, like you're yelling or you're threatening or you're lecturing or, you know, you're just being mean to your kid. You're saying snide remarks, any of that. That is what I want to help you stop doing or catching yourself so that you can reset and do it less or do it not at all, hopefully. (laughs) So when you find yourself in these, like I call this the mad mom syndrome, when you're, you know, yelling, lecturing, threatening, being super strict, controlling, maybe doing a little, what I call the shame sprinkle, where you're like, other kids don't act like this, or your brother would never do this, or you're just kind of being mean to your child. These types of moments, they're super normal. Don't beat yourself up. But I want you to realize that they are a clue to you that you're in a stress cycle and that you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed. Now, sometimes these moments, you can kind of manage them. And then other times they feel really intense. And like your kid's behavior, for whatever reason, just feels really intense. Or, you know, you're really worried about being late, or you're really concerned about their grades, or you're really frustrated at bedtime, or they won't get out of the bath, or they've made a mess. And for whatever reason, it's like a really intense feeling that surges in your body. That is because you're experiencing a stress juice surge. Okay. So a stress juice surge is when you feel overcome by the moment and your body goes from zero to 100 in less than a few seconds. You know what I'm talking about? Stress juice starts surging and the rage kicks in, your body takes over and you do all sorts of yelling, or instead of exploding, you implode and you go internal and you check out and you give like your kid like this cold, icy stare. I'm sure you can relate. So these stress juice surges, they happen when you feel really overwhelmed by whatever's happening, either overwhelmed by the circumstance or the behavior 
or the story that your mind is telling you. These happen because your brain is like freaking out. Your brain is convinced that whatever is happening is a full emergency and it activates this big, intense stress response. And that's what the stress juice is. It's the stress juice that comes because you're in your stress response. Now, stress juice is basically like a combo, like a soup of neural chemicals, like cortisol, adrenaline, epinephrine, things like that. And so your brain, like kind of your pituitary gland, like pushes all of these, you know, these neural chemicals in your brain and kind of bathe your body in them. And so that way you're reactive, right? Your brain has told you that something's in danger and you need to react. So you become reactive and then you respond to your child with like stress and anxiety and frustration and anger And unfortunately, typically when we react that way to our kids, they kind of escalate their behavior. And then the next thing, you know, you're like in this big chaotic argument with your kids and everything feels terrible. Yeah, it's not just me, right? (laughs) And then to be honest, you might not even notice this, but then the stress you surge, it ends. Your heart rate slows, you feel calmer, you start thinking clearer. If you showed up in a way you didn't like, then you're kind of reflecting on that. You might end up feeling bad and beating yourself up. So what would it be like if you didn't have that intense reaction towards your child? Now, I'm not saying we're going to be able to change your biology. Stress juice surges. We can prevent them. And we can talk about that. But for now, I want you to realize that instead of using all that stress juice and dumping it onto your child, imagine if you used that stress juice more proactively and moved through your stress response without yelling, without taking it out on your kid. That's what we're going to work on. So how do you do that? How do you change this whole scenario? The only thing you really can do is to take a pause break. So this is that theory that I've come up with, this concept that a pause break is when you stop, stop everything, stop saying anything, stop even thinking, just stop your body, delay how you're going to react with your kid and reset so you can get calm. So pause means like just stopping. Whenever you become aware that you're feeling super angry or you're annoyed or you're yelling or you're lecturing or you're emotionally checking out, making a bunch of commands or threats, that's when I want you to stop yourself. Like even if you're mid-sentence, just stop. Don't talk, don't engage. And then you're gonna delay. You're gonna delay how you interact with your child. And in the middle of that delay, you're gonna be resetting. And I'm gonna teach you how to reset your body today. And then in the next couple of episodes, I'll teach you how to reset your emotions and then reset your mind. So today we're gonna focus on resetting your body. Now, when you're in this pause, you might be wondering like, okay, how long does it take? Like, how long am I going to be pausing, right? So the amount of time that you spend in a pause break, it's going to depend on the intensity of the stress juice surge. So any amount of time that you pause, even a second that you catch yourself, it will help you train your brain to react differently. This is the coolest thing is that you can always take a pause break unless your child or you are in actual physical danger. And if that were to happen, you wouldn't be able to override your fight flight instinct anyway. So 
you can trust that if you're able to stop and think that there's probably not an actual emergency and you can pause and reset your body. So some of the benefits of taking a pause break are that for one, you just stop showing up in ways that you don't love, right? You stop being as reactive with your kids. You become the mom that you want to be. Another benefit of the pause break is that you're able to think clearly. Like, okay, what is happening? What needs to happen? What do I want to do? Like being able to get your brain back online. When you pause and you reset, you're able to think clearly. You also will feel like way less guilty in general because you're less reactive. The other part about pausing is that once you are paused and you have reset your body and your mind and you're calm, then you can connect with your kids and you can coach your kids through their behavior and their big feelings and teach them skills and you know improve your relationship with them. And all of these really great benefits in your parenting happen when you take a pause break. So the pause break, remember, it's stop, delay, and reset. So you stop, you to give yourself time, and then you reset. So there's three ways to reset. Move your body, move your emotions, move your mind. Today's podcast is focused on moving your body. And let me tell you why this is important. Because what's really interesting about stress juice and a stress cycle is that your brain, it actually doesn't like to be stressed. Like it's kind of always looking for a way to balance itself back out. So when you get all those stress juice hormones pumping through your brain, they are going to get pushed through your body. So your brain always uses the body to protect itself, to calm itself, to soothe itself, because the brain obviously is just an organ inside your skull. And so whenever you are stressed, your body is always involved. Your heart rate is increasing, which means you have more blood flow. The blood rushes to your belly, which gives you more power to run. Like that's why sometimes when you're stressed, your fingers and toes will be cold. Your breathing will become more rapid. That's so you can get more oxygen to your lungs. So what's happening is you have this like physiological response to something that is happening in your mind. Isn't that weird? Like there's a story you're telling in your mind. Your mind is interpreting what's going on in the world, going on in your environment, going on with your kids. And then it's creating a stress response in your body. So there's this mind-body connection. Now, of course, this is really good if your child is about to be hit by a car or you're being chased by a bear or there's a robber in the house, right? We want our stress response, we want our body to get involved to protect us. But, you know, sometimes our brain plays tricks on us and it thinks we're in a dangerous situation when we're really not. So, you know, we have this very old primitive part of our brain that still thinks it's surviving on an open savanna or that starvation is a real problem in, you know, a modern environment or that we're constantly being threatened by wild animals. Like, we're not being threatened by wild animals. We're actually very safe, but our brain doesn't always believe this. So that's why stopping is important so that you can use that physiological reaction in moving your body. Your body's already moving, right? It's already engaged. So stopping is helping you use your body's response in a way that's not as scary to your child. That's not as damaging to your relationship. I don't like the word damage, but you know, like not as disconnecting to your relationship with your child. Now your body, right? It wants to move. And so if you don't tell your brain what to do with your body, it's going to just do something unintentional. It's like unintentionally going to reset your body. 
So it's going to feel like you're out of control and you're raging and you're, you know, not in control of your body because you really aren't. So instead of having this unintentional reset, I want to help you know how to do it intentionally. Because when you move your body with the intentional purpose to reset your stress response, those stress hormones move through your nervous system quickly and then your brain calms down faster. So when your brain feels stressed, intentionally moving your body is going to help calm your stress response more quickly. And then you're going to be able to think, your brain's going to go back online, your thinking brain, your executive function is going to go back online and you'll be able to think about how you want to shift the moment. Doing something intentional with your body and you're focusing your stress juice surge in a specific movement is really good. And you might be wondering, well, what do I do? Like, what should I do with my body? And I'm telling you anything. You can pretty much do anything with your body during a stress juice surge. As long as you do it with intention, it'll be more and more effective. The more intentional and specific you are with your movement, the more effective this strategy is. So once you've paused and you notice yourself feeling overwhelmed and angry, and then you are like, oh, okay, wait, I'm upset. What do I need to do? Do something with your body. So I'm going to list a bunch of body reset strategies for you. But first, I wanted to tell you a little story about one time that I did this. <laughs> it wasn't too far back, but I was sitting in the living room and our living room is connected to our garage. And so there's just a door in between the living room and the garage. And one of my sons was in the garage. He was on a skateboard and he was doing tricks on his skateboard. And so he kept trying to like you know, flip the board or whatever. And there was this repetitive sound of the board, like hitting the ground, like boom, 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 boom. Like, and I was like trying to chill out and watch TV. And for whatever reason, that sound, it was so loud. Like it triggered my stress response. I was like activated. And before I even thought about anything, I was racing to the door and I was going to open the garage door and just yell at him, like, stop it. You know, like, I don't know. I just wanted to like go make it stop. But what I did was I caught myself. I caught myself. It was actually as I grabbed the door handle, I could feel how like tight I was and how like a kind of like crazy person I felt. Like I was like, ah, this kid, ah, you know? And so I caught myself and I actually, before I opened the door, I literally put my hands in the air and I just shook from my head to my toes. I just did like this shimmy shake, like all the way through. And that cortisol that was pumping in my body and that adrenaline, it had to get out. And since I didn't want it to come out of my mouth and like, I would probably like clap my hands or something with my kid, like, hey, stop it, cut it out. You know, I didn't want to do that. So instead I let that cortisol poop through my body. And then I reset myself and I opened the door and I was able to show up calm. I was like, hey, you know, what was cool actually is as I opened the door he was like, oh, is it really loud? My bad. And he was like, I'll go into the street or something. I didn't even have to say anything. So had I come out hot, he would have then reacted hot back to me. But instead I came out cool and he was cool with me. So I'm going to give you some things that you can do that might help you. And they're super silly, some of these. Okay. And I'm going to like list them off. And I know you're listening, you're walking or you're in the car, whatever. And so don't feel like you need to like memorize this list. You can come back later and write these down or actually 
all of this list is in that Stop Yelling Masterclass. So you can just go download that and you'll have the whole list. Here's some things you can do. You can take a drink of water. So just like stop yourself, go get some water, drink it. It will reset you. You can eat something crunchy, like just the action of moving your mouth will help you calm yourself. You can put on lip balm, like just go to your purse, put on lip balm, and then, you know, or lip gloss or whatever, and then interact with your kid. You can actually just walk from one room and back, like just walk fast and walk back and you will calm and reset your body. You can straighten a pillow, just kind of like tidy up. You can clap your hands together. That was one of my main ones that I did in the beginning when I was practicing calm as I would like literally clap my hands together really fast. And yeah, it was a little bit scary to my kids, but less scary than yelling at them. Doing jumping jacks. I have a mom who will go into another room. She'll do 10 jumping jacks and she comes back and she's moved through her cortisol. You can actually hold something in your hands. You can make a cup of tea. You can turn on music. You can go pet an animal. You can put on slippers. You can jump up and down. You can put your hand on your heart and just exhale. (sighs) Like sigh like that will move some of that cortisol through. Not necessarily taking deep breaths, but just exhaling is really good because a lot of times we're holding our breath. You can, like I said, straighten up. You can fold laundry. Sometimes you can go like turn on the lights or turn off the lights and just resetting the way you're, what's visually happening in your environment helps. You can go outside, you can go inside, you know, if it depends on where you are. You can look at a magazine for a second. You can hum. You can stop and listen for sounds that would never be effective for me at all, but it might be effective for you, like listening for clock ticking or birds chirping. What that does is it activates a part of your brain and gets you more in the present. Um, You can scream into a pillow (laughs) Um, or you can just like squeeze your muscles really tight together, like for 20 seconds, like I'm doing it right now with my fist, like take a deep breath intense all your muscles and then shake it out with a big exhale. Now, like I said, you can get this list in the Stop Yelling Masterclass workbook, but I really wanted you to think about, is there anything in that list that I said that you were like, oh yeah, I could do that. Like replay the last minute, minute and a half and like think about, okay, wait, which one do I want to do? Honestly, I clap my hands a lot in the beginning. Now I do the hand on my heart a lot. And I do, I do the shaking. Like I just like shimmy shake. (laughs) So anyway, how do you know what strategy is going to work for you? Now, one of the things that I like to teach you is to just pay attention to yourself. So, you know, today, tomorrow, sometime soon, you're probably going to have a stress juice surge. You're probably going to have this moment when you're like feeling like kind of out of control and that you want to scream or that you want to like do something to, of course, never hit your child, but you might want to, right? Like I want you to notice how do you act or how do you wish you could act? What part of your body wants to calm itself? So looking at what your body does naturally when you're in stress will help you understand what to do intentionally. So obviously for me, a lot of my examples have to do with my hands. And when I wasn't a calm mama, what I wanted to do was hit my kids or grab them or like squeeze them. I didn't act on that, but that was like my instinct was to like grab them or hold them or something. It was with my hands. I can feel the tightness as I talk about this, like the tightness in my body was like through my upper body and through my hands particularly. Now that's not true for everybody. 
Some people, they feel a lot of it in their mouth, like their teeth are clenching or they're sighing really heavily or they're using their mouth in some way. They're biting their lip or they're biting their nails. So that's a clue to you. Some people say things like, look at me, or I said, look at me, or don't you roll your eyes, or you start glaring with your eyes. So something with your eyes is activated. That's something that's a clue to you. If your body wants to hit or grab or kick, right? So you want to use your upper body or your lower body. Some of you raise your voice or some of you get really quiet or some of you start talking a lot. So that might have to do with the way that the sound is in the room. Some of you maybe rub your hands together or you're like using touch to calm yourself or to move that cortisol through your body. So looking at, are you using your hands, your feet, your mouth, your eyes, your ears, your skin, whatever is activated naturally, that's a good thing for you to focus on to do intentionally. So just get really curious about yourself. That's the thing that I think is really helpful and really important. We tend to have these stress juice surges and then we judge ourselves and get really mad about it and like, oh my God, I'm such a bad mom and I shouldn't have acted like that. And I don't really want you to spend any time judging yourself about it. Instead, I want you to get a little more neutral and just get curious. Like what? Okay. So I had a stress juice surge. I didn't pause. What did I do? How did I act? What part of my body was involved? And then next time you'll know a little bit more about how to move your body intentionally in a way that actually works for you. So how do you know whether your strategy works for you? Here are some of the signs that a stress juice surge is over. For one, you just feel like you can think clearly. It's almost like an out-of-body experience because it's a little bit true. Like you're just like, oh my God, what just happened? And then you're like back and your brain is back online. You might let out a big sigh or there might be a little more lightness in your body. You might take some deeper breaths. You may even shudder naturally, or, you know, your body might just like move through its stress response. And then all of a sudden you just notice that you feel better. Like you're like, wow, that was intense. (laughs) And then you're like, now it's done. Because what you were doing is you were managing your emotions. You were managing your stress through that reaction, through that reactivity. And so as you become more intentional, you're less reactive. Now, what I love is to offer you little scripts and stuff because I think it's really helpful. So when you need to take a pause break, how can you tell your kids? So here's a couple of sentences you can borrow. I like to say like, I'm upset and I need a minute to think, or I'm upset and I need a minute to calm my body. Another one, I love you and I want to talk to you and I will after I go get some water. I will after I walk around for a minute. I will after I call my body, whatever it is that you're going to do. You can tell your kids, I don't want to say or do anything to hurt you. So I'm going to talk to you in a few minutes. I'm going to be quiet for a few minutes so I can reset my body. I think it's really helpful to just use this language of resetting your body with your family because then everybody else can do it too. One of the things I like to say is our relationship is too important to me to yell at you. So I'm going to talk to you after I drink water or after I take this laundry to your room or after I wash my hands or after I put the tea kettle on. Whatever you're doing, you're delaying your reaction with your kid and then you're resetting your body. If it's really not working, the kid's behavior, you can say, 
this behavior isn't working, but I need a minute to calm down. I will talk to you after I get calm. You can just straight up say like, this isn't working and I need a minute to calm my body. I'm going to talk to you after I get calm. So this is a calm tool. This is in the Calm Mama process, Calm, Connect, Limit, Set, Correct. This is one of the main tools of calm. And we do this so that we can do the next parts of the Calm Mama process of connect and limit set. Because remember, you can't help your child with their stress and anxiety when you're in the middle of your own stress. So catch yourself acting your own stress and anxiety out, pause, reset, and then you're going to be able to help your kids. So before we wrap up, I want to let you in on a little secret, (laughs) all right? You can prevent these stress juice surges, and the way you do that is not letting stress juice build up. So a lot of times, we're kind of like barely keeping it together, and then one thing happens, and then boom, stress juice surge. So how do we get it to where we're not just barely keeping it together all the time? What we want to be doing is resetting our stress juice as frequently as we can to keep our stress levels low. So how do you do that? It's with regular movement. Like I said, the body is always involved with your stress. So moving those stress juices through your body on a regular basis is going to help prevent these surges. So taking a brisk walk, cleaning, doing yard work, doing yoga, working out, listening to music, dance party, any of that, that's going to help your body become less reactive to stress. Jumping on the trampoline with your kids or doing like little mini races with them and things like that. Like doing those things as much as you can. I'm not like an exercise guru or anything, but just moving your body is effective to keeping your stress juice surges less frequent. So this week, this is what I want you to be doing. I want you to be catching yourself. I'm not saying don't have stress juice surges because that's not possible (laughs) unless you've really been practicing the calm mama practice all the time. So I'm not saying get rid of stress juice surges. I'm saying notice them when they happen. Catch yourself in them. Pay attention to yourself. Notice if you're being activated and being reactive and then notice what your body does to calm itself. So just like really paying attention and noticing. And then if you can catch yourself, pause, reset your body, win, win, win. I love it. But I don't want you to beat yourself up about any of it. Being gentle and observing yourself, being a compassionate witness of you is going to be helpful to growing your ability to pause and reset. Now, if you didn't catch yourself in time to pause, that's okay. It's fine. Get the most you can out of that moment by reflecting on it and thinking back and becoming aware of how did I respond? And then asking yourself, where could I have paused? At what moment did the train leave the station? And what moment could I have actually stopped and reset? And then just recommit to, yep, I'm still on a journey. I'm becoming a calm mama. I am going to pause. I'm going to get better at this. Being really kind to yourself is important. Resetting your body is super important. This is one of the, like I said, one of the key things that I love to teach the moms in my programs. I'm going to be back here next week and I'm going to teach you how to reset your emotions. Okay. So we're resetting our body, but we still have all those feelings inside. So you're going to reset your emotions. And then the following week, I'm going to help you reset your mind. So there's so much good stuff coming your way and I cannot wait. 
to talk to you again next week. I hope you have a great week. I will see you next time. Hey, Mama, if you've been listening to this podcast and thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so ready to get out of this chaos and create more peace in myself and in my family, then I want to invite you to join Calm Mama School. It's my lifetime membership program where you learn how to stop yelling and feeling overwhelmed by parenting, teach your kids how to manage all of their big feelings, and set limits that actually work. It's lifetime access for getting everything you need to have the family you want and become the mom that you're meant to be. No matter how old your kids are or how chaotic your family is right now, I can help you create peace and joy in your home. To join, go to calmmamacoaching.com and get instant access to my online course and start coming to weekly coaching calls this week. I can't wait to help you transform your family. See you there.